everyone welcome back to hope for today i'm so glad you're joining me today if you're new welcome if you're a regular i am glad you've been faithful and joining me for these chats on tuesday afternoon i am really glad that you're here it is amazing how god just designs each and every podcast i can go into this podcast and think oh now i have nothing for next week and then lo and behold the lord shows up as he always does and he has something for me to learn. Always, I have to learn it first. There are always things that he is molding and shaping and convicting and, um, you know, just bring into light. Sometimes it's innocent things that you're doing that you don't even realize that, oh, I didn't know. So you need to be careful when he does point those things out to you that you can adjust your life accordingly and do it with the right attitude. And just like that, in an instant, life can change. Have we not learned that from 2020 and 2021? I have learned that in so many different areas of my life. And the one thing I said when I started the podcast in 2020 is that I did not want to come out of that year and have a wasted year. And I heard from so many of you saying, I did, I wasted it. I wasted a year of my life. I wasted weeks or months or days. We don't want to waste anything. Our life is precious. There is only so much time that is allotted. None of us know how long we have. We want to make every day and moment count. But what happens if you did waste your life? What happens if you wasted a year? You know what? It's okay. You can learn from what you did wrong, but you can wake up and know that today, God's mercies are new every day and I can have a fresh start in this year of 2022. Last week we talked about my verse, my word, and my theme. And I challenged you all to come back and let me know what your verse, your theme, and your word is. I didn't hear from many of you. I heard from a few and I'm glad. And I heard from a few of you saying it was kind of a new concept. You have to think about it. That's okay. I don't care if it's in June and you all of a sudden a thought comes to head. Still connect with me. I would love to hear from you. A wise woman builds her house. That is my theme for 2022. But, um, well, yeah, let's start with that. Let's start with that was my theme. What was my verse? It was Proverbs 14.1. And um, my word was to rebuild. I want to rebuild a lot of things in my life. Reestablish some things. Rebuild some things. Um, you know, the older we get, the wiser we should be, be, and we should have learned from mistakes that we've made, and we should always be evolving into something bigger and better than we were the, even the day before. So I want to kind of break this down a little bit. A wise woman builds her house. Now, I know I have men watching this podcast, so I don't want to be just, you know, leaning toward the women here. There are a lot of verses in the Bible that lean toward men, and then this one leans toward a woman. But the entire Bible is a guide. It's the Lord's way of connecting with us in a written form. He can't be in front of us and one-on-one. -on -one. We can talk to him in prayer. You know, we can sense when the Lord is leading us. But the Bible is his written word. It's God's words on paper to help give us a guideline on how to live our life while we're here on the earth. 
And some of these verses are just everyday practical verses that even though it says a wise woman, we could say a wise person builds their house. So we're going to paraphrase it so that we can incorporate everyone here. But I want to, I still want to break down a little bit of the verse and find out what can, you know, it's a little verse. It's not very big, but it's powerful. There is so much information in this one little verse. Let's break it down. A wise person, okay, it doesn't note an age. Now, we joke around and say, well, wisdom comes with age. Well, when is old, old? When are you old enough? There isn't a calculation of, well, when you hit 40, or you hit 50, or you hit 60, or you're 90 and above, or if you're only 20, there is no calculation of age. It says a wise person, a wise woman, a wise person, hmm, builds her house. It doesn't note any style of a house. It doesn't note anything. It just says her house, but it doesn't say what type of house. Wisdom. We know wisdom comes from who? Wisdom comes from God. So if you're walking with the Lord, continuously walking with the Lord, you will be ga gaining more and more wisdom as you seek the Lord's wisdom. You seek his wisdom. You seek his advice, not your neighbor's advice, not the person that sits behind you in the pew, not anybody else. You seek the Lord's advice and the Lord's wisdom. It talks about builds. A wise person, a wise woman builds. That's an action word. We must do something to get the job done. And then it says a foolish person tears it down. In Proverbs 14, 7, you know what it says? You ready for this? Get a pen. You got to get a pen for this. You got to write this down. It says stay away from a fool. Okay, right there we're done. Stay away from a fool, for you will not find knowledge on their lips. How many of us associate with fools? How many of us associate with ungodly people? How many of us associate with Christians who are not walking with the Lord? We're not continually walking with the Lord. And yet we seek them out for wisdom. Are we crazy? Yes. So let's sum up this whole verse. All right. Let's sum up the verse. A wise woman builds her house. A person, an individual, builds a, a wise individual, a wise person builds their house, but a foolish person tears it down. To sum it up, be smart, not stupid. Let's be blunt. Just, you know, this verse has got so much in it. Let's dig even a little bit more deeper. Let's kind of think through this a little bit more together. Okay, so let's dig a little bit more into this verse. There is no age limit. I was talking to somebody today who said they feel old and they're far from old. She says, I feel old. I'm, you know, just my way of thinking or the things I understand. And I said, no, there you're as young as you want to be. And there's value on every age. God talks about different ages in the Bible. One of the things he talks about is the older teaching the younger. 
the older when we become older well when does when is older you're always older than someone else if you're 10 years old you're older than a five-year-old if you're 15 you're older than a 10 year old it's amazing when you grow up and you're 15 years old and then when you're 20 you look back when you're 15 and you think i was so stupid i was 15 years old what did i know well, when you're 20, you think you got it. Then when you're 45 and you look back when you're 20, and you think how stupid I was. Every age has a purpose. Every age has their wisdom within that age range as long as we're following what the Lord is telling us. I don't want any one of you ever to feel that you don't have value or worth. If God still has you here, you are valued. You are his precious daughter and son, and he has a purpose for you. He did not create you for nothing. If God has given you breath to breathe, he has a purpose for you. You might not be able to get out. You might not be able to do what you used to do. Yes, we are human beings, and, you know, things take over our life, illness, sickness. Age does creep in, and you maybe not as young as you used to be and can't get out and about and do. That's okay. Let the young people do that. Their bodies are designed to do that. That is now their purpose, is to do those things. When you're older, you have a different purpose. You have a different reason to do things. You have a different value put on your life by the Lord. And if there's someone young watching here, don't discard somebody older. If God has allowed them to live 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years old, there must be some purpose for that person to still be here or he would have taken them home to glory. So you look to them as valuable commodity. This is somebody, if they're walking with the Lord, this is somebody I want to get to know. I want to latch on to them. What wisdom can I, what nuggets of wisdom can I gain from them? And the same goes if you're older, look to a younger person. How can I invest in their life? How can I, how can I, you know, give to them? How can I build them up? How can I edify them? But in doing so, you're going to learn things. I have a co-worker that's younger than me, and every time I talk to her, I come out of there feeling like I just went to class. I learned so much from her, and I hope I return that in investing in her life as well. It doesn't have a style of a house. It doesn't say if you live in a cardboard box to a mansion. It does not talk about that. I don't know where you are in life. I don't know. I don't have a lot of money. We live in a modest home. We don't own a home. I've never owned a home. I live in a rental. Whether you live in an apartment or a mansion or, a, a, you know, a beautiful, you know, home on lots and lots of acres, it doesn't matter. It just as a wise person builds their house. You establish your house. You create that environment in your home. A wise person would do that. It does not matter where God has you in life right now, whether it is a cardboard box or it is a mansion, wherever you are, he has a purpose in that. And I think the more we grow in the Lord, the more we realize that sometimes it's not for us to have certain things. For whatever reason, God has you in a different place. And if you're struggling with, why can't I have that? Maybe there's some issues you need to work through with the Lord on, Lord, help me to be satisfied and content where you have me. You were created in the image of God, but we are also created to serve him. And he has a purpose for my life. And when I'm in where he wants me to be, it's very comfortable and I feel safe and I know I'm doing the right thing. 
Again, the Bible is a guide for us. So whether you're a male or female, you're old or young, whatever, you know, you wherever you fall in that, a wise person needs to build their home. And yes, we need to build. We need to work at it. You know, I think life right now is easy in some ways. You know, you can touch a screen and the computer works. You can talk into your phone. I can just tell it to do something and I can send a text message. I don't even have to type it. I can talk it. I can touch. Um, we have these Alexa and Google, you know, things in our home and we can say, Alexa, turn on the lights. Alexa, turn on the TV. Alexa, do this. And, you know, all this stuff can be so easily done now. But we still need to remember what the Bible says to build our home. It's not talking about getting a piece of wood and a couple of nails and hammering it together. It's talking about our home life, the atmosphere in our home, everything that is in that home. You might be a family of one. You might be a family of many. Whoever is in that home is who you need to build up and build around, create a safe haven, create a godly atmosphere in that home, and so on. To sum it up, if we lack wisdom, we need to ask the Lord for wisdom. I have a question for you. Who in the world are you listening to? Who are you listening to right now? The Bible talks about, think on these things. And it says, whatsoever is true, whatsoever is noble, whatsoever is lovely. You can read that in Corinthians. I just love whatsoever is true. How many of you read Google headlines? How many of you, and I've said this before and I'm going to say it again turn the news off how many of you sit in front of the news i had somebody tell me last week that her mom sits on the tv 24 7 and the news is on and she switches from channel to channel to channel do you honestly think the news is truth absolutely not if you watch a conservative news channel versus a more liberal news channel they're going to give you their slant on what they want to tell you how many people tell you a story and it's sort of a, well, it didn't exactly happen that way, but I wanted to make a point. So they've twisted it and turned it just like telephone. You get on the, you know, you play telephone when you were a kid and one person said one thing and it goes around and all of a sudden it comes back to the last person and you're like, that's not what I said. What does the Bible say? That's what we should be going back to. What does God's word tell us? You know, we quote things from the pulpit. We quote things to each other. We misquote the Bible. We misquote scripture. We misquote the intentions of God to each other to accommodate our needs and to justify what we want to do. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. We as a people, godly people, need to build a home. We need to create a home that at any time, the Lord, if he knocked on the door, would be invited into our home. Now, you know he's already there. If he lives in your life, he's in your home. Plain and simple. But, you know, as a human, we just sometimes can't connect with that. But if the Lord knocked on your door, we should be able to invite him in. If your neighbor knocked on your door, somebody from your church knocked on your door, a family member knocked on your door, we should be creating an atmosphere in a home that's always inviting. This goes back to our spiritual gifts, the gift of hospitality, and the list goes on and on. How do we build our house? What do we use to build our house? What do we need to, do we need to do some rebuilding? And what is needed in a home versus a house? 
these are some of the topics that will be up and coming. I want you to come back next week for another chat here on the Hope for Today podcast. Bring your coffee, get a cup of tea, come join me. Let's chat next Tuesday, same time, same place. Let's continue to find out what is God wanting us to rebuild in 2022. This year, I'm telling you, it's going to be a successful year. Why? Because God is at work. Keep your eyes open and your ears open and look for what he's about to do in your own life. We'll catch you next week on the next podcast.